Welcome back into another edition of Prime Sports World, a double dose of Prime Sports World today. Actually, uh, the first show we're going to be running you today is our 2022-23 Fantasy Football Weekly Award Show. Um, so we're going to be giving out a bunch of awards to players that achieved or not achieved uh, various things in fantasy this season. Um, hopefully you guys all had a very good fantasy season. Um, this is probably probably my least good fantasy season I've had in a long time. Uh, but that's beside the point. I still have a lot of fun. Uh, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. We go live basically every single day, bringing you guys the most up-to-date content. There's a lot of stuff going on in both the National Basketball Association and the National Football League right now uh, with the Carolina Panthers hiring their head coach this morning and then the all starters in the NBA All-Star game being announced. Uh, we're going to be breaking that down in the next episode of the crossover, uh, which comes to you on Wednesday. So you want to keep an eye out for that content. Uh, also, we're going to talk about Frank Wright being hired as the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. That'll happen during the Carolina Panthers offseason preview show. Uh, that's probably sometime next week. So keep an eye out for that show as well. Um, so thank you very much for joining us. And if you do happen to miss us live, I have shared the link to our streaming service. Uh, so you can watch all of our podcasts on the very odd of streaming services, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and iHeart radio uh so that link is provided there uh, so please check that out i'm of course your host david on point right there is the ceo of prime Souls world mr israel rivera welcome into the show what's up izzy man happy thursday man we haven't done a fantasy show in a hot minute so i've been looking forward to this it's been a it's been a, a few weeks i think you did one by yourself i did one by myself but i'm glad that uh, you know that we get to get get back here and end in 2023 with a bang baby yeah yeah and 2022 2023 season with a bang yes yeah, sir man. so uh but yeah hopefully fantasy went well for you man i had a rough fantasy season like i started out really good in some leagues and it just the bottom fell out in like all of my leagues so you know it was one of those years like you know yeah man you know i uh i had that good run in aj's league um and then i just got creamed um, I, well, no, I didn't get cream, but they had just, I, I just lost. And then, uh, godly, I mean, I, I made the, I made the playoffs in a couple leagues, like three out of four leagues. And um, I don't think I made the greatest people our league. I don't think I made the uh, playoffs in that league. Me, but, me and you, me, me yeah, on the outside looking in. So, um, but yeah, yeah, I didn't win any championships this guy this year, guys. I, 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 so I, I, no I, ring on my finger this year. I didn't either, so a little bit of a bummer. Uh, but let's talk about some – we'll give out some hardware to some players that have deserved it. Uh, let's talk a little bit about it. Oh, I never updated this slide, so hold on. Let me just jump into this. All right, jump into it. Uh, so we're going to give out five awards here at Prime Sports World. Uh, most valuable player, biggest val best value, biggest bust. Uh, you know what that word is on that. So this is the player that's permanently going to be on You know what list. It's going to be perfectly on your you-know-what list for the rest uh, until he redeems themselves. And then best free agent pickup. And then we're just going to do some trivia where I see if Izzy knows what the best quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, defense, and kicker was this season. Uh, but let's start with the most valuable player. The most valuable player in fantasy this season was who, in your opinion? Most, valu most, <clears throat> most valuable player in fantasy has to be the highest scorer, obviously, in fantasy, and that's Patrick Mahomes. He's probably going to win the M the regular season MVP this season. So, and before it was Pat, before Patrick Mahomes had to be probably Jalen Hurts before he kind of went down at the end of the season. 
Um, yeah, he actually you know, I, more points per game than Patrick Mahomes, but yeah, he missed three games. Um, so yeah, he had yeah. like 25.2. Uh, but the games that he missed were probably the most important games to not, not miss, right? In the playoffs, in the bulk of when you mm-hmm. have, you need him to be there. That's uh, I, I think that hurts his case for, you know, I, I don't want to say most valuable player. Most valuable, especially with fantasy. When he comes down the stretch, you want to have your best player. He was not available in those three games up to the final week. Um, so yeah, I think that Patrick Mahomes is my fantasy football MVP this season. And he's probably going to win the yeah. season MVP as well. Um, mm-hmm. Non-fantasy. So I, I think you can make the argument maybe Josh Allen should be probably in the mix too. He had a really good season this year. Uh, he actually averaged yeah. more points per game than Patrick Mahomes. Uh, but he Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes obviously had more points. I don't know what it was. But, yeah, more yeah. points. Yeah. 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 And if you're looking yeah, to no, go, the and other, I... go ahead. Oh, yeah, no, and I, I oh, yeah, when I look at the most valuable player, I mean, I didn't have Patrick Mahomes. I had Jalen Hurts on, on my team. You know, I kind of, like, look at my team and kind of look at overall. Um, but, you know, I, there's there's no way that Patrick Mahomes shouldn't be on anybody's MVP. Shouldn't be anybody's. Should be. He should be everybody's MVP, basically, um, this season. So, and, and um, I mean, you could also, also make the argument that Chris McCaffrey was – like freaking insane down the stretch. Josh uh, Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I, I think he's. We'll get to him in a minute, but uh, but Trish McCaffrey ever actually had more points than Josh Jacobs. Um, but his down the stretch stats were after he got traded for San Francisco. I mean, he had a forty piece, uh, 28, 29, 25 in the playoffs. He ever he got 25, 13, 31, and 16, 17 points in the playoffs. That's some really good production out of your running back position, especially in down the stretch in the when it matters most. And and Josh Jacobs had that <clears throat> excuse me. Josh Jacobs had that that three or four game straight stretch that was like absolutely historic. I I, I haven't seen it. I, I didn't really I haven't seen anything like that in fantasy from a running back in quite some time. Yeah. Um from but Josh yeah, for me, yeah. Um, for me though, yeah, it's 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 um it's Patrick Holmes. He's the MVP. He, he was super valuable this season. Um, yeah. Uh, moving on from best value. Uh, so this is a guy that was drafted later in later rounds. Uh, ended up being a really good pick. Um, I'm going to go first. And my actually is as a guy you already mentioned earlier in the show. It's Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, his average draft position is 48. He was the 22nd running back taken in this year's draft. His final numbers, he was the – was this the third highest scoring running back and he was one, two, three, four, five, 10th in a points score overall uh, at 19.3 and his down the stretch numbers outside of that, that final game of the season. Um, he had a game where he had a 40 piece, 21, 19 to get that guy in. What, what did I mention? What did I say? 48, which is basically in the fifth or sixth round. That's really good value on a guy that basically was a gangbuster for you. Um, but yeah, he's my best value. Um, man, you know, I got a couple, uh, best values here, man. Um, uh, I'll start, <clears throat> let me see here. Um, I'll go first, man. Geno Smith, definitely best value. I don't even think Geno Smith was drafted. Nope. Uh, if you did draft him, um, <laughs> there must've been a deep league or two quarterback league. And, uh, he was probably drafted like in like one of the second to last rounds or later rounds, but Geno Smith had. In Yahoo Fantasy, in PPR, fifth most fantasy points uh, out the whole league. Um, you know, out of uh, out of fantasy, uh, he had uh, in in Yahoo Fantasy he had four hundred and forty one point six three. And uh, um, in, ES, in PPR, in ESPN, in ESPN, he's in the top fifteen. 
He's in the top 15. Okay. In, so in PPR. His, in PPR. And, and, and in Yahoo, his free rank was 312. He ended up as the top, a top five player. Like, not just quarterback, player. Um, next one's got to be Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields is probably either not drafted or probably picked um, like mid to late. Maybe, same thing as Geno Smith. Probably mid to late. A lot of people probably didn't expect a lot from Justin Like, maybe didn't expect too much from Justin Fields. He just killed it on the ground this year. Uh, and then and then I got to get uh, some recognition to Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, definitely best value. I think he's in the top 15 probably ESPN. He's he's right there underneath Geno Smith at number six in Yahoo. Uh, he was His pre-rank was like number 98. He ended up the sixth best uh, fantasy player uh, in Yahoo's rankings. And then Justin Fee, um, and then um, I got to give a shout out to my rookie, uh, Kenneth Walker. Um, You're a rookie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my rookie, Kenneth Walker, man. Hey, Kenneth Walker, man, almost won me uh, a, a fantasy football championship. I was the number two league. I was the number two team in this league in Yahoo. And Kenneth Walker was like one of my main guys once he took the starter role. Uh, he's definitely got to get some best value consideration. So. Uh, I got two running backs. Both these guys were drafted. Uh, Miles Sanders. Uh, Miles Sanders, his average draft position, he was 83. He was the 31st rated running back uh, in in drafts. Um, he ended up being a top 15 running back this season. Uh, so Miles Sanders and also Tony Pollard, who also was a top mm-hmm. man, top 10 running back this season. Uh, his ADP is – hold on one second. He might have even been drafted this season. Tony Pollard's average draft position was 79 overall. He was the 35th running back taken in most players' drafts. For him to finish the top 10, that's pretty good value out of it. If you're, if you're able to yeah. use your draft board that way. Yeah, and Yahoo, he was the three, four, five, seventh best running back um, in Yahoo. So he was definitely in the top 10 yeah. um, here in, in Yahoo's uh, rankings. So on the other side from best value, let's talk about the biggest bust. When it comes to fantasy football for this past season, who's the biggest bust for you? Um, biggest bust has to be Jonathan Taylor. Um, his average draft rank—he was picked in the top five pretty much in all formats. Uh, pretty much Yahoo, ESPN. Um, I think in uh, Yahoo he was like the third. His pre-rank was third overall. Um, I believe he finished. Um. Godly, he ended the season in Yahoo's rankings 133 um, outside the top 100, which is pretty bad for being a top three or a top five fantasy draft pick. So I know he dealt with a lot of injuries, offensive line problems, uh, coaching change. Um, yeah, uh, Jonathan Taylor is definitely the biggest bust in fantasy football this year. I got another guy. Um, uh, not as bad as Jonathan Taylor because actually Jonathan Taylor was actually my selection. Um, but it's got to be Alvin Kamara, right? I mean, he had some games where he was really good, and then he had games where he would just throw up duds. And you always had to kind of start him because you never knew what he was going to end up doing. But he ended up he ended up burning one of my fantasy teams to the ground, like for real. Like, <laughs> like I'm I, I, I am not kidding. That league, that team I had in AJ's league, I had Nick Chubb and and Alvin Kamara. And Nick Chubb was pretty consistent, and Alvin Kamara uh-huh. no joke burned that team to the ground like when he all of a sudden fell apart it was basically unstartable i had to keep starting because they never know like he would maybe he would have one of those alvin kamar types games and no he was he was unstartable he had a 
good kind of first half. I mean, first game, six fantasy points. I mean, I'm just a PPR off of, 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 of Yahoo. Didn't play against Tampa. Six points against Carolina. Didn't play against Minnesota. Then he had a pretty good stretch, right, from week yeah. five to week eight. And then from week nine to, like, week 15, he was horrible. I mean, and then week 13 was his bye. And then, like, he, he had an 11-point game. Against, he did an okay game against Atlanta. had a pretty good game against Cleveland. And then had a pedestrian game against Philadelphia where he only had eight and a half fantasy points. So, yeah, David, I mean, he was terrible in the second half of the season. He, he, he literally – that team that all that – like the, the big money AJ League burned that team to the ground. And I also hate putting players that got injured on lists like this. But, like, Cooper Cup and Javante Williams and also um, Kyle Pitts. Uh, even though Kyle Pitts was remotely good uh, before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Kyle Pitts was one of those guys you expected a lot out of. He never really delivered. Um, Darren Waller, another guy, I know you hate to put him on lists like this because he did get hurt, um, but mm-hmm. he never really lived up to that draft. Like He was like the third or fourth tight end. Tight end five um, never lived up to that kind of that kind of billing. Uh, he did a little bit at the very end, but by then it was already over if you owned Darren Waller. And another guy, A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon, he kind of thought he'd be like that two-headed monster there in Green Bay. That never really yeah. materialized for A.J. Dillon. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I agree with you. I actually was, like, close to putting A.J. Dillon on my you-know-what list that we're going to get to. Um, <laughs> but I, I didn't. I didn't because there were some other guys that might might have gone ahead of him. But, yeah, A.J. Dillon was not good this year. Um, I thought he'd be a, a touchdown machine. He wasn't. I thought he'd be, you know, that two-headed monster, like you said, with him and Aaron Jones. And I, Aaron Jones was the more explosive guy. Um you know, and you know, AJ Dillon. I think for him moving forward next year to increase his fan fantasy value, he has to get better catches ball the back. Um, or or has I mean, to get depending, you know, depending on what happens back. with Green Bay, I mean, they have to really commit to running the football a little bit more. And that until too. until Aaron Rodgers is out of the picture, which I you know who knows with all the Jets rumors that are swirling around, um, you know, the, the Jets offering you know a bunch of stuff for him. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. Um. But, yeah, I, I think E.J. Dillon, you kind of expected him to take another step forward after how good he was the season before, and that, that straight up just never happened. Never happened. Never happened. And then like, to the uh, the from big, biggest bust to the, you know what that means, to the list there, uh, these are players that are probably not going to be on your fantasy team, at least not for sure, not next season. Uh, I got my number <laughs> one. I, I got I to start this. It's Russell freaking Wilson. I, I have, Oh, my gosh. It's Russell Ricky Wilson. Like I, he was a cancer on my fantasy team. He was awful all season long. Like literally head scratching, tear my hair out every week. I will never own Russell Wilson again. And the worst part about it is I took him early in a draft because I'm in like a 16 team league where you got to start two quarterbacks. So I took Russell Wilson early so I'd have somebody. And he just it never. This is a league where I finished in second. I was the second place team last season. I had two wins this year. Two. The entire season because of Russell Wilson. He will never ever be on a fantasy team of mine ever again. He is permanently <laughs> on that. He's permanently on the list. He's ever gonna get on the list. David, you know what's crazy? It's it's funny, guys. I, I guess I just want to tell you guys this. Me and David didn't even share our lists or our MVPs or our biggest busts. 
And yet, we still are on the same wavelength. Because I had Russell Wilson at the top of my shit list. Uh, uh, you know what list as well. So, I swear, interesting. Dude, is, uh, hair tear out, dude. I'm for real. Like, never again. Ever. Never, ever. I'm so glad I didn't own him. I am so glad I didn't own him. But you know who else was just as equally as frustrating? Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady was just as equally as frustrating to own. So... I, I would I would rather have Tom Brady at least put up good yards and put up big numbers. Like you may not have thrown the touchdowns he'd look for, but he was just oh right. was horrible, 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 horrible. Yeah, that offense is just completely terrible. Completely terrible. Who do you have any other guys on that um you know what list? <laughs> uh Russell Wilson is kind of the one though I wanted to get out of my system the most. Uh let me take a look <laughs> at some of these other names real quick. But yeah, Russell Wilson, that that guy. Um, you know, DeAndre Hopkins a little bit too. Um, you know, he came back from that suspension. He never really clicked uh, with that offense. He never really put up. He's not going to go on the list, but I'm for sure going to think twice about drafting him next season. DeAndre Hopkins actually was one of the main reasons because remember I went on that eight, nine game win yeah. streak in AJ's yeah. league. And when yeah. DeAndre Hopkins came back, he was a big part of the reason. Why my team went on that win streak because it was he was paired up with uh the um Devontae Adams. So yeah, I I I actually I can't I gotta disagree. I I I mean you're not putting them on the list, but yeah, if you uh, did, no. I would disagree. I, I I'm not I don't I'm not gonna put DeAndre Hopkins on the list because one inconsistency at quarterback, and then I mean when when he he did have some good games. I mean when he came back right out the gate, he had like a uh, he was in, he had a game where he was in the teens. Um, so, you know, I, 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 you know, I, I like DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, uh, another, you know, for what he was. Another guy who plays for the New Orleans Saints, Michael Thomas. Um, you know, I drafted him. Oh, my gosh. I owned him in a million leagues. I thought I was getting a steal. And then that guy got injured and just stayed injured and just never returned. Look, like, uh, TJ I, says I, it all the time, guys. TJ, I think uh, Christian says it all the time. Um, and, you know, I hate the, you know, kind of, I don't want to sound like this, but, like, Brian Robinson got, like, robbed and, and shot multiple <laughs> times in D.C. Uh, I mean, it's not, it's, I mean, and I don't want to make it a funny laugh, but I mean, he got shot most, and he came back and played more than Michael Thomas, who had an ankle. Like, you got to be kidding me. Like, seriously. Really don't understand that. Yeah, I don't. I, he's yeah, for sure on the list. Uh, I will not own Michael Thomas again in fantasy. Uh, another guy I thought would have a good season this year, uh, but only had one more touchdown than either of us this season. Uh, it's Kenny Galladay. Like he, like you thought he emerged. Oh my like, god! Even after, even after a woeful season the year before, you kind of thought that this would be the season that he might take off. You know, the new system there, maybe he'd get a rejuvenated. Never happened. Not even close. He didn't, he didn't even he didn't even get a touchdown this year again, right? He did. He got one in the last game of the season. He got one? Yeah. Oh, he got one in the last. He saved himself because, like, it would have been two years, no touchdowns for Kenny Galladay. Really, yeah. three years because he basically – well, no, no, three years in a row, he's just been he, – he has not been good at all. I mean, I'll, see, I'll be surprised if Kenny Galladay is in the league next year. I, I mean, oh, or the next I, I, couple of years. I, I don't know. That contract is going to be hard to get rid of, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. That's, that's, true. That's, that's, true. A, that's, a, that's another guy I, I don't think will be on a team of mine next season. Um, for sure. I mean. So, on my, on my you-know-what list, yeah, Russell Wilson was number one. All because all of the reasons that David um, mentioned, Russell Wilson was just – he was just not good. And a part of that was Nathaniel Hackett. 
his play calling was just absolutely atrocious. Losing Javante Williams hurt. There's a, there's a reason he didn't make it the whole season. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason why. I mean, David, like, if you guys, you guys don't really understand. We talk a lot. Uh, he was like, they was ready to like pull his hair from week one. From week one on Nathaniel Hackett. He's like, what is this guy doing? Every week, week after week after week, he was just, it was just like, uh, what are you doing, dude? What are you doing? Like, what are you, what are you doing with Russell Wilson? And then, I mean, his part of the blame, but Russell Wilson just looked out of sync all season with the weapons that he had. He had Jerry Judy, he had Corbin Sutton, he had Javante Williams got injured. Um, who he, who does he had Noah Font? Um, uh, no, he didn't have Noah Font. He was part of no, the no, no, no. He didn't there. have Noah Font. He yeah, had Jerry um, Judy, yeah, he had Corbin Sutton. Uh, I mean, I know Tim Patrick he had, um, early. He had the kid KJ Hamler, the kid from Penn State. Who's the uh, tight end? The young tight end kid. Uh, Al- uh, that was the- no, no, the other oh, one that, that we all uh, like that Greg we like. Dolchich, uh, there we go. Yeah, That's what I'm yeah. talking about. Greg Dolchich. I said no, that, that, sorry guys. That, that, yeah, that Greg Dolchich even, was the only bright spot. That guy didn't even come back until later in the season. Greg Dolchich? Yeah, he. I mean, he played in like week eight on. But he yeah, no, Greg Dolchich was. He was the only. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Greg Dolchich was like the only bright spot, I think, in my opinion, on that offense. Um, and then uh, if I have to, you know, second guy, Deontay Johnson. Definitely on my you-know-what list. He was just absolutely <laughs> horrible. And he was one of my number – he was one of my main wide receivers that I drafted um, in in, in uh, Yahoo Fantasy in, in the league that I went second overall. He's probably one of the – he's the – he's little David. He is the main reason why I didn't advance and why I don't have a ring on my finger, okay? He is the main reason. Uh, that game against the Ravens, um, yeah. I I think I think he had a one he had that one play that was wiped off against the Ravens. It was like a it was like a forty yard pass. It was wiped yeah. off because he didn't he didn't bring it in. I was like, oh my god! Like if he would have brought it in, I would have won my fantasy matchup. But he didn't bring it in, and so like that's just been a microcosm with Deontay Johnson all year. He just just came up short like every play. Um, yep. Keenan Allen. I know he was injured all season. He's definitely gotta go on the shit list. I mean, um. You know what, list Jonathan Taylor's another a, another guy like we mentioned already. He's my biggest bust, and then Jared out El- Gerald Everett. He I had so high I had high expectations for Gerald Everett in that offense, and he was just like not the guy. He was just not that tight end. He was just very average. Yeah, and with his athleticism would, and everything, I thought he would really take off this season. It just never happens. Yeah, and not playing and not playing. You know, next to Tyler Higby. You know, um, you know, being being the main guy, getting all the tight end touches, I mean, go, getting go all the snaps at tight end. Seattle the season before, you had to play with uh, Will Disley and whoever. That Will Disley, yeah. And he never really emerged there. And, yeah, you kind of thought this would be the season. Nope. Like, there's no other clear tight end there and, and Chargers, and he just never really panned out. Um, yep. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So that's why SHIT was. <laughs> uh, moving on from there, let's talk about best free agent pickup. So this is a player that was not drafted that ended up on a lot of rosters. I got two. They're both on the same team. Uh, they both play for the Kansas City Chiefs. It's first of all, Jarek yes. uh, who was a monster down the stretch. I think five games in a row with a touchdown uh, in on the ground mm-hmm. after, you know, Clyde was a hair, got injured. But then Jarek McKinnon came in and Isaiah Pacheco to a lesser extent um, really held down the fort. It's like a two-headed monster there in the running back field. Uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs, but those two guys, if really valuable, to, if because they didn't get drafted, they were guys that you could plug and play every week. Um, Jerry McKinnon, Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah, no, I have those two guys on my as my best pickups. I actually have five guys. Those are 
two of the guys that I had on the list. Um, but I think number one has to be Brock Purdy. Uh, anytime you're Mr. Irrelevant <laughs> and you get picked up, like pretty much the, that last quarter of the season um, or whatever the case is. Like, well, how many? Well, when did he come in? What, week 13, week, week 12, yeah, something, something like that? Something like that, yeah, week 13, week 14. Something like that, yeah. Brock Purdy, I didn't expect anything like that. And he came in. I actually started him. In my fantasy playoff, in, 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 in my second round of the fantasy playoffs, I started Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. So that's how good of a free agent pickup he was. Um, we touched on Isaiah Pacheco and Jerick McKinnon. Uh, other two running backs that I have to mention, Dante Foreman from Carolina, was pretty good. He's a good yeah. free agent pickup. And Rashad White from Tampa Bay was a pretty good free agent pickup. I think I had to put him in the same class as Dante Foreman. Both had similar numbers kind of coming down the stretch here in the second half of the season, but they were really good free agent pickups in the middle of the season. Uh, yeah, I got I got two more. I got one in the Geno Smith. I know we kind of touched on him earlier, uh, but Geno Smith was probably going undrafted in most fantasy football drafts this season, but the dude was awesome this year. Like, he really was. Like, like be a top 10 fantasy producer uh, as a guy who was went undrafted. That's a pretty good value at the wide at being picked up. And then at the wide receivers position, it's Christian Watson from the New York from the Green Bay Packers. I know he wasn't as good like those last fi- final two weeks, but he had a stretch where he was just awesome. Um, and another guy playing for the Chargers, Joshua Palmer. Uh, he's the guy that really stepped up when Keenan Allen and Mike Williams were out for this season. Uh, Joshua Palmer was a guy you could re- you could start every week and have faith he's going to give you some production uh, at that wide receiver position. Yeah. But if I had to go, if I had to go with a number one guy for this award, it's got to be Brock Purdy. Everybody else is an honorable mention. After uh, Gino, Gino Smith is getting this award for me. Uh, I know I he went undrafted in most fantasy football drafts. His average ADP, if he was drafted, was two hundred and forty-one. He was the thirty-fifth. He was the thirty-fifth quarterback taken in the in in, in based on uh, fantasy pros. Uh, he was taken after. Listen to these names. Are you ready for this? He was taken after Marcus Mariota, Mitchell Trubisky, Jacoby Brissett. Uh, he was drafted after Taysom Hill. <laughs> uh, he, he he was drafted after Deshaun Watson. I, a lot of people picked Deshaun Watson. A lot of people I drafted Deshaun Watson and had him on my bench for most of the season just to, yeah, you know, he, for he, you know S H I T S and giggles. Uh, he was drafted after Matt Ryan. He was drafted after you know after Jameis Winston, who didn't make it the whole season. But yeah, this is a this is a guy that was basically went undrafted this season. He was drafted after Zach Wilson, so. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, Zach Wilson think, was another big bust. Yeah, probably sure. a big bust for people. Yeah, I, I don't think people drafted Zach Wilson expecting anything out of him. Uh, but yeah, also Jared McKinnon has got to be also number two for me. So, mm-hmm. so now let's talk about best quarterback. Do you know who the highest quarterback score at the quarterback position was this season? Uh, we, we, we talked about it, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, running back. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick, running back in PPR. Scoring. Running back, uh, Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler. Uh, he averaged 21.9 points per game, 372 fantasy points, uh, only slightly better than Chris McCaffrey, who was number two, Josh Jacobs, who was number three, uh, Derrick Henry, four, and uh, Saquon Barkley at five, who was also a steal in this year's draft. Uh, Nick Chubb, too, mm-hmm. at number six. A really good, really good value where you took him. To the wide receiver position. Who number one wide receiver in fantasy this year? Tyreek Hill. No. Oh, I'm not. And by the way, guys, by the way, guys, I'm not looking at a list or anything. 
I'm just in my car. I don't have any. I don't have any. You know, I'm, I'm not looking at anything, guys. I'm not. I'm, I'm not looking at anything. It's off the top of my head. So well, I, I, I say Tyreek Hill. It's wrong. You got it wrong. You got it wrong. Okay. So who was it? Um. Oh. Come on. I didn't Tyreek. Oh, uh, Oh, Justin Jefferson. Come on. Come on, dude. Yeah, come on. Uh, he completed two passes this season. Uh, he had 1,800 yards. He had 30, 366 fantasy points this season. Tyreek Hill was two. Your boy, Devontae Adams, was number three, uh, followed by Stephon Diggs and Sidney Lamb rounding up the top five. Uh, finally, the tight end position. The number one score at the tight end position. This should be obvious. Oh, come on. This is easy. Travis Kelsey. Who come was on. number two? Who was number two? Uh, by the way, the number uh, two, fan, the number two scorer in fantasy at the tight end position had a hundred points less than Travis Kelsey. A hundred, a hundred. <laughs> That's insane. Um. Oh man, if you tell me to, if you tell me the team, it'd be too obvious. Um, let me just let me, let me give me a second, guys. Give me, give me like fifteen. I'm actually kind of surprised that this. this guy this guy finished number two. Not, not David, it's definitely not like it's not um TJ Hawkinson. Hawkinson. Good job. Yeah, number two. Uh with yes. 215 fantasy points. Travis Kelsey had 316 fantasy points this season. Uh George Kittle was three. Mark Andrews was four. Evan Ingram had bounced back off a really nice season for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wow. At five. Um uh, five. Wow. Defensive rating. Who was the highest scoring defense in fantasy in a PPR league? Not that it matters. Oh, Dallas Cowboys. No, they're number four. Oh, shoot. Um, this is tough. I, 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 wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have gotten this. Oh man, it's Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, they, play, they, they did have some good weeks though. It's not the Jaguars. Um, they, well, they, it's not the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Oh. Kansas City Chiefs? No. No? Kansas City Chiefs were eight. Eight? Ah, oh, Lord, jeez. Um, oh, man. Okay, okay. I, I got one more. I got one more try, guys. Um, one more try. One more try, guys. Ah, uh, Lord, Lord. Ah. Uh, Baltimore Ravens. No. No. It's got, Baltimore, it's not Baltimore. Baltimore was in the – they were at six. Uh, number one scoring ah. defense in fantasy this season, the New England Patriots, actually. Uh, what? Yeah, 173 fantasy points. Uh, they were about 15, 17 points higher than the number two fantasy team, which was the Eagles, followed by 49ers, followed by Dallas Cowboys, followed by the Buffalo Bills, rounding out that top five. Moving on to the last position, kicker. Um, the number the number one kicker is kind of shocking. Um, he had a streak this season where he missed. I think he made like thirty six kicks in a row before it was finally broken. Do you know who the number one kicker was this season? He's actually tied with <sighs> one other guy. It, it wasn't. It wasn't Justin Tucker. No, Justin what, Tucker Justin finished Tucker. at three, one point behind these two guys. Oh, was it, is it Cameron Dicker? No, it's not Cameron Dicker. Uh, Cameron Dicker. Los Angeles Chargers. I thought it would have been him. He didn't. He didn't. Oh, oh, was it the um? Was it the kid from? Who's the kid from the uh, Dolphins? 
No, that guy. It's not. Um, no, not him. I don't remember his name, but it's not him either. Jason Sanders. Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. Jason Sanders. Oh man. What what, what okay? What side he's playing on? AFC NFC. AFC. Um, so, no, it's not Harrison. Uh, all right, so it can't one, be Harrison uh, Bucker. It's not. He was injured uh, for a couple he, weeks. He missed, yeah. he missed some time. Uh, one of the, so the guys, two guys are actually tied with the exact same amount of fantasy points. One of the guys just missed four extra points in a playoff game recently. The other guy didn't play. Brett Maher. Brett Maher had 159 fantasy points. Do you know who the other guy is? He said AFC. I'm like, I'm trying to think, man. I, man. Oh my god. I, 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 I give up. I, I don't know. Daniel Carlson. Daniel Carlson had 159 fantasy points this season, tied with Brett Maher, uh, Justin Tucker, Jason Myers of the Seattle Seahawks, Young Way Koo of the Atlanta Falcons, and then Young Way Koo. Eddie Panero of the Carolina Panthers rounds out the top five of fantasy football, fantasy kickers. So, yeah. Daniel Panero. Wait, hold on. Who does that? Who, uh, does that, didn't that uh, he play, does he play for the um, Jacksonville? Who's he play for? Yeah, uh, number Panthers, one. The Carolina Panthers. Eddie Panero. No, no, I'm talking about number one. The number one guy. Daniel he played for, play for the Raiders. Raiders? Okay, okay, okay. Raiders, okay. God, Lee, yeah. I don't know. Oh my God, man, I don't care about my kicker. I I, free, <laughs> I streamline kickers all day, man. Every week I streamline a new me, kicker. Like, me, yeah. me, me too. Based on a matchup, I streamline the kicker. <laughs> yeah, this has been our 2023 Fantasy Football Weekly Award Show. Uh, thank you very much for all for checking us out this entire fantasy football season. Hopefully it helps you guys win a championship. Uh, we'll be back here doing a fantasy show here in a few weeks uh, where we do our way too early rankings for next season. Um, so keep an eye out for that content. I've been David Huffman right there. It's from my CEO, Israel Rivera. Um, also, please share and like, share and subscribe. And if you do not if you happen to miss us live, you can also check us on various streaming platforms, uh, including Spotify. Um, so go ahead and check that stuff out. I've been David Huffman right there is Israel Rivera and Izzy. What we do here at the Prime, my friend. We bring the heat, ladies and gentlemen. We bring the yes. double dose of that heat, son. Yes, sir. Double doses. Uh, that Arizona Cardinals show will be going live about five minutes after this show wraps up. Uh, so keep an eye out for that content. Uh, we will see you guys here shortly. Peace out, brother. Peace out.